Welcome to the Brand Led Podcast. We're your hosts, Kane Baker and Lisa Dondrea, co founders of the Brownie Studio, Baker Creative. We're on a mission to help you gain clarity in your brand and fulfillment in your work life. From strategy to visuals and beyond, we're arming you with bite sized branding insights to help you build and grow a brand led business. Welcome to episode number six, everybody, of Brand Led. And today, we're going to be giving you our advice on how to choose the right branding team for you. We are because not every team is going to be a good match for your needs and your brand. So it's important to know how to evaluate the right option for you. And when we say branding team, just to clarify, it could be a freelancer on Upwork all the way through to a large global branding agency. Yeah, exactly. So don't be deterred by the wording. This is anyone who's going to help you define and build your brand. Okay, Lisa, so we've pulled out five main factors that people should be considering when they're choosing a supplier. And what we're going to do is walk through each one and give our listeners some suggestions of what to look for and what kind of questions they should be asking. Yes. Uh, But before we get going, I do want to mention that everything that we're discussing today and more is included in a free resource that we've made called Mm. Choosing a Branding Team, The Ultimate Guide. And that's available for you to download right now for free. Um, So you don't need to write anything down from this episode, write any questions or ideas down. Um, Just go ahead and grab the download. Uh, So all you need to do is go to bakercreative.com.au forward slash branding team. And um, it'll be there for you. We'll also pop the link in the show notes for today as well. Okay, let's get stuck into it. So the first thing I think you should be looking at when choosing your provider is their portfolio. So I think you should consider whether you like their past work and ask yourself if there's thought and meaning behind their projects. Also question whether the project was appropriate for the client's audience and industry. I also like to look at the problem that they were trying to solve uh, with the branding project and whether they achieved it or not. You know, what are the results? And sometimes the impact of branding can include intangible elements like, you know, confidence and mm. pride in your business or, you know, the team's really got a clear direction. Um, and other times it's more tangible things like, you know, growth, efficiency, increased sales, things that are a bit more measurable. Yeah. So, yeah, both of those things are really interesting to look at um, just to see if there's been any uh, change in the business after the branding project. Yeah. And one thing we often see a lot of is our client wants to look at work that's in the same industry as theirs. Uh, For example, if they're in the building industry, they want to see other brands in that space, which naturally makes a lot of sense and it's fine. But I think a better indication of a studio's capability lies within the styles that they can execute and their thinking behind the brand decisions. Yeah, absolutely. Because you know, brands within the same industry will rarely share the same personality Mm. and positioning. And they shouldn't if they're trying to, you know, stand out in the market. Yeah, exactly. So instead, I would take a look at the studio's portfolio to see if they can execute, you know, a style, a tone or a mood that really mirrors your new brand direction. Mm. And at this stage, you may not know exactly what direction your new brand will take, but you should have an indication of some of the qualities it may have. Mm -hmm. You know, is it modern, bold, sophisticated? Yeah, is it fun? fun? Yeah. Elegant? Um, and if you can look at, you know, if you, if you can look for different examples and of identities with the qualities you're seeking rather than just the industry that you work in. Yeah, exactly. 
Okay, so that was number one, which is portfolio. And the next area to look at when evaluating your branding team is deliverables. In other words, you know, what are you actually getting? So Kane, in your opinion, what are some of the non-negotiables here? Non-negotiables. Okay, so the first thing for me would be strategy. And the annoying thing is that strategy deliverables can vary a lot from a questionnaire or phone call through to multi-day workshops. And not all teams have the same approach. Yeah. And it's not to say that, you know, you know, a longer format's better than a shorter one. Um, but obviously the more time that you have to unpack the brand, the deeper you can go. Yeah. Uh, so the first thing that I would do is just do a quick evaluation of your brand internally. You know, are you and your team clear on your audience, your positioning and your personality? And if not, you need to be working through these ideas with a strategist before you even touch your visual or your verbal identity. And your brand's always evolving and changing. So I think most businesses would really benefit from taking a look at these types of things. Yeah. And I think that if you have more than one person on your team, it's really, really important to get on the same page before 100%. you before yeah. you do anything else. Yeah. So what people should look for in what should people look for in a strategies, you know, session deliverable wise? Yeah. So I would look at what's being covered and how long the session goes for. So at a minimum, I think it's really important to take the time to clarify your audience, your brand personality and your positioning. Mm. But you can also, you know, unpack things like your big idea, um, your values or purpose. All those things are really important to kind of round out that narrative that you're trying to communicate to your audience. Also, you want to make sure that you're getting some sort of report or blueprint to solidify your brand direction post-session. Yes, that's a good one. Um, A small tip for that, actually. Ask how long after the session you'll receive your report because we've seen this take months to be completed, which stores the whole project. Yeah, it does because you, you can't start the verbal or visual identity process until you've actually finished outlining your brand strategy. Okay, so we understand that strategy is an important deliverable. Uh, What are some others people should be thinking about? Mm, Okay. So yeah, a couple that come to mind are are revisions. You know, you should ask, how do your revisions work? Uh, Do you get any revision rounds or just time in case you want to make some sort of an adjustment or amendment uh, to your visual or verbal identity? Um, Also things like supporting graphics. Uh, These are things like, you know, icons, illustrations, shapes, uh, lines. Textures and patterns and... Uh, photography styles. So you want to know whether these are included in your scope or not as well. Um, Did you have anything else to add in terms of deliverables, Kane? Yeah, I would say brand guidelines. I think it's important to ask for an example of what this document looks like that you'll be receiving at the end of the project. And this is the rule book or manual that explains how you're actually going to be applying your brand uh, visually. And it's so helpful, especially if you have a team or Um, work with a lot of different suppliers. Yeah. And uh, brand guidelines can really vary as well. So you want to know whether you're getting, you know, a one-page snapshot or an in-depth set of guidelines and example. Yeah. And look, uh, there is a time and a place for both options, but you just want to know what you're really getting. Yeah, I totally agree. So we've included a lot more questions to ask and things to look out for in terms of deliverables inside of choosing a branding team, the ultimate guide. So make sure you grab that free copy for those details. Okay, so let's move on to number three, and that's pricing. Now, budget is another important factor when it comes to choosing a supplier, and everyone values branding differently. 
they do. Uh, what one business, you know, wants to invest into their branding will be different from the next. Um, so if you don't have a budget in mind, then I would be looking at why you're doing it. Why do you want to brand or rebrand your business? Um, because there's lots of intangible benefits to branding, but there's also several measurable outcomes that can really help you to create your budget. Yeah. What What do you mean by that? Can you give us an example? Yeah. So I think, well, branding can definitely save you money and time efficiency. Mm. Um, it can also decrease your marketing costs uh, and it can increase things like staff retention if you're creating really great culture. Mm-hmm. Um, it can also, you know, increase your profitability in elevated sales. And it also maybe gives you the ability to raise your pricing depending on if that's a goal or not for your brand. Yeah. Um, so a really good way to set your budget is to estimate how much you think a clear brand direction and maybe new visuals or new verbal identity will save or earn you over the next, I don't know, period. So 12 to 24 months. And then allocate a percentage of that estimate towards your branding project. Yeah, I really like that approach. Yeah. And if you're comparing estimates, uh, just don't pick the cheapest supplier Mm. because they're, you know, the most cost effective. Remember that price is just one of the five factors that we're giving you today. And cheap often can cost you in other ways, uh, like your time. And it can also cost you in stress as well. Yeah, it can be stressful. um, I suppose just, you know, weigh up all your options and just uh, keep in mind this is just one factor out of five. Yeah, another thing to consider when it comes to pricing are the unexpected costs. And I know that nobody likes those, uh, the worst kind. So Okay, so what are some of the, um, the hidden costs? Yeah, so the first hidden cost is fonts. Uh, some people like to use free fonts, uh, but generally speaking, I don't like to use the free fonts uh, because premium fonts seem to render a little better on screens. Plus, everyone uses free fonts. So if you're trying to create something distinctive in your visual identity and you might want to, you know, choose something or select a font that's a bit more special and unique. Um, but there are definitely free options available for those trying to keep those costs low. Yeah, okay. And what about uh, things like your photos and textures and icons as well? Yeah, again, there are free versions of these or you can pay for stock photos and graphics. Plus, there's always, I guess, the option of shooting or creating your own custom photos and graphics. Yeah, I think especially with photography, uh, custom really makes a difference. Mm. Um, but it's important to know, you, you know, you have options. Um, yeah. So is there anything else? Uh, well, I guess just grab the guide for the full list. Uh-huh. But you'll want to consider the cost of your brand uh, collateral and rollout items, both the design and printing of things like business cards, uh, packaging, signage, social graphics, the list goes on. Yeah. Anything else that you're going to be needing. Yeah. Okay, great. All right. Well, let's move on to number four, which is timing and logistics. Okay. So I think the biggest issue here is that it's just really easy for branding projects to lose momentum if there's no clear timelines and expectations set from the get-go. I think most business owners understand that the branding process will involve, you know, a time investment on their end. Yeah. And we all know it's quite difficult to build a brand without the participation of the leadership team. Yeah. And I think most businesses are willing to accept, you know, accept a time investment to achieve that bigger reward. Um, But the longer the process takes, the more time and energy it's going to steal away from other areas in your business and the more burdensome it's going to feel. And every day you delay that brand launch, you're also delaying the benefits that you're going to receive from it. Exactly. So, Really, even if you're not in a hurry to complete your project and you don't want to rush the process, you also don't want to drag it out any longer than necessary either because every day that you don't launch, it's really costing you money. Mm, Exactly. 
So, Lise, what do you think? Maybe we can tell the listeners what you think they should be considering or asking when they're trying to select their supplier. Yeah, so I would just want clarity on how long the project is expected to take and any factors that are going to impact your timeline. So, I'll give you an example. Um, our process generally takes about eight weeks at a minimum to complete, you know, the brand strategy sessions and visual identity design. And that's assuming that our clients, you know, give us pretty fast feedback and that we have, you know, little to no revisions. And obviously if they take longer to provide feedback or they need more time to deliver any of the information that we need to be able to do our work, then it might take longer. Yeah, I think it's important to understand the factors within your control to alter the speed of your project. Yeah, but also... I think both you and your branding team need to commit to achieving things by a certain date. Uh, otherwise, it just never gets done. Um, yeah. You know, it kind of falls to the back burner. It's not urgent. Uh, so it just, does, you know, falls by the wayside. And, you know, sometimes it doesn't happen by the due date that you set. And that's okay. Um, but, you know, you should always have that shared completion date in mind because it gives everyone a nice goal to kind of reach towards. Mm. Okay. So what else should people consider in regards to timing and logistics? I think people need to know how much of their time they're going to be needing to set aside for those brand meetings and presentations so they can prepare for that. I'd also say um, just understanding where and how you're going to be working together. Is it Zoom meetings or in-person catch-ups, phone calls or Slack? Uh, It might not seem like a big factor now, but you might prefer to work with someone in person versus online. Uh, Or you might work irregular hours or not be able to check emails or prepare, uh, prefer phone calls. So yeah, really just consider how you'll communicate throughout your project and whether that suits you. Okay. Shall we move on to our last one? Let's do it. So the last one I want to touch on is culture and fit. Yes. Uh, because working on your brand should be an enjoyable, fun experience. <laughs> um, <laughs> you, you're spending, you know, a few months or more working closely with, you know, a studio that you choose. So you should get along with them. And basically it comes down to getting to know them as well. Have a conversation with them, understand, you know, what they are, what they're like as people, check whether their values align with your own and ask who you're going to be working with uh, for the duration of the project. Yes. And Uh, Another thing is that you can look at past client testimonials too and see what people had to say about their experience. Mm. Uh, Yeah. I was just going to say what, you know, what did they like about um, working with them in particular and is that something that you value? Yeah. And are you excited to work with them? Do do they seem excited to work with you? Which is, you know, that's really important too. Yeah. When when you feel passionate about a project, I think it shows um, Mm. and you want to make sure, you know, the person's excited to work with you. Okay. So I think that wraps up today's podcast. So Mm. let's just recap those five factors for everyone again. The first one we talked about was portfolio. So just considering, you know, is the work thoughtful? Is it appropriate? Do you like it? Uh, What results have uh, this studio achieved for their clients? Um, Number two, we talked about deliverables. So that's what, what are you actually getting? Is it, and is it that what you want, right? Mm. Um, Number three is pricing. So is it within your budget? Um, have you set a budget? And uh, what other costs need to be factored in? And number four, we talked about timing and logistics. So that's how long will it take? And do you understand the process and your involvement? And are you all committed to a certain completion date? And the final one, number five, is culture and fit. So basically, do you like them? Do your <laughs> values align? And do you think you'll enjoy working with them? Yeah. And again, you can head to Baker Creative. 
www.brandingteam.com.au slash branding team to get our free resource, uh, Choosing a Branding Team, The Ultimate Guide, which is going to include all the questions to ask your potential suppliers and things you need to consider when weighing up your options. Yeah, and it also includes a lot of great tips we didn't even get time to touch upon today. So make sure you grab your copy. And if you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to automatically get the new episodes of Brand Led when they're released every Monday. Yes. Thank you so much for tuning in. We really appreciate you choosing to spend your time with us today and we'll see you next week.